1: I think we could start any moment,
3: Chairman. Well, hello there and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This week it is me, Chair Simon Cardi of this parish, with Clark Matt Perslow. How are you doing?
1: Uh, I'm here to call it all to order, yeah. I don't think Have you you read (laughs) What the role of a club is I think I've got Authority here Simon Do you
3: You have no authority Here Matt Perslow Proper officer Joe Scruff I'm vice chair
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Swept
3: the nation I'm so sorry If you're not from the UK Because you probably Have no idea What we're talking about But I hope That the Hanford City Council Zoom meeting Has made its way to you You will have heard A snippet at the start If not just search for it, it's, are you, it's, you know, <clears> you're know, you going to have a great time. Are you um, team, team
0: Jackie or team man whose face is way so too I've close to the it. camera?
3: <laughs> I've watched it a fair few amount of times. It's hard, I don't have the context, I almost need to see what happened in the previous meeting you've, to see what caused this.
0: You've got to be team Jackie, as far as I'm concerned, if you're not team Jackie. I mean, the man was just very rude. Yeah, they're all rude. They're, they're all rude, no one, everyone's a villain. Even the good um, guys are flushing their toilets during a Zoom meeting, which is not on. Yeah. Um, I thought John yeah. Smith handled himself quite well. Which um,
3: one is John Smith? He's just he's he's another one of the old men oh, okay. uh, to, <laughs> I liked, I liked um, the one... Barry
0: Burkill I, I didn't like Barry Burkill I, I liked no. um, the one called Peter Moore who looks unnervingly like the actual Peter yeah. Moore that we would know from EA
3: <laughs> What about um, Julie on her iPad? <laughs>
0: Julie uh, on her just... iPad is brilliant she shows absolutely no respect for the <laughs> for the sanctity of the meeting by saying <laughs> right. she's on the meeting. <laughs> It's fantastic. I'm pretty um, sure it's Julie doing all the, the big gasps as well. Like there's one <laughs> bit where it goes back to Julie when the gasp happens, you're like, I reckon Julie's the, 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 the Greek chorus of that situation. <laughs>
3: but there's the two guys on Alec's iPad, which is kind of like a goggle box scenario,
0: which um I'm not sure. I'm guessing the older man is Alec. Yeah, than because the other guy is. they point out that the other man on Alid's iPad is being very rude, who is the vice chair. <laughs> Who is basically we a Reese Smith character, which is <laughs> yeah, really weird. Like,
3: we never know his name. In my head, he's just called Reese. He's called uh, Reese. He's the one who turns into Gollum as well. a team call,
2: you fools.
3: It <laughs> is.
0: He just die like he goes into speaking in tongues. It's fucking horrible. It's cheap. Yeah. It gives me goosebumps it's, when I listen to it. It's been an
3: it. awful year, but at least we got this out of it. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was December this... 10th. Someone's been sitting on that since December oh.
1: 10th. What's happened since? I mean, there's, I mean, there's probably there's been, been two. Two extra meetings since then. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Some were
3: called illegally, though. <laughs> so We'll never know. Could have been 90. Yeah. 90 anyway, illegal meetings. Um, that's enough talking about all that for this week. Disagree. We'll definitely come. We'll definitely come back to it. Don't worry. Um, uh, point of order. Talk- I'd like
0: to return <laughs> to the meme. Uh,
3: you can only raise a point of order during a debate. So <laughs> uh, we're, not, we're not in a debate. Um, <laughs> We're going to talk about a couple of games, old and new. We're also going to talk about Wonder Vision now. We're over the halfway mark, but don't worry. We're not going to do that until after feedback at the end. So you'll have a nice little spoiler warning in case you don't want to hear about Wonder Vision. Cause it, just will, not interested. It, it
0: will be so spoilery. We're going to spoil it a lot. Yeah, we
3: are. So that's including episode five, which came out today, by the way. So if you haven't watched today's episode, don't listen to that. Piss off. Um, yeah. <laughs> but more Wonder Vision later. Uh, we've also got a double feedback section, just because you guys love butter.
0: <laughs> oh God, butter freaks! <laughs> Every time we say something <laughs> that isn't about what the podcast is about, people really engage. Whenever we ask for questions about like what is your favourite game, people don't fucking yeah. email us.
3: And I do feel guilty because when we do that, I tend to not read them and just read the ones about butter. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, that's what I'm yeah, really was, looking
0: forward to the butter. So
3: don't there get we wrong. go. A um, lot of good stories. Just don't spread them. Oh, shut up. Okay. <laughs> How do we boot him from you the core?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: He's booting him from the core. No, um, not only, only the chair can do that, not the clerk. So um oh god, this is gonna go around in circles. Let's talk about
1: Destruction All-Stars. Mm. Um, why have you raised a hand, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going in with, uh, <laughs> with Zoom etiquette. <laughs>
3: um, Destruction All-Stars is a game I reviewed for IGN.com. It's the new car battling demolition derby. Derby. I've got American Derby type game. Uh, it's a PS5 exclusive and a PS Plus exclusive. If, so it's three if you have PS Plus. I gave it a six out of ten, which means it's okay. Which I thoroughly think it is. It is an okay game because you guys have played a tiny bit of it, haven't you?
0: Yeah, I played. I played a few matches uh i've not played very much free-for-all which i understand is the better part of it
3: yes um well that's the problem because it has a lot there's the basis of a good game there i think which is the frustrating bit and maybe it'll get there it's just at launch it's quite shallow and the things i want to be able to do in it it just doesn't let you do so you've got the free-for-all mode which is the best is mayhem which is a 16 player free-for-all mode in a stadium everyone has a car with their own like hero character in there and a hero ability as well which you can use to get extra points you get points by ramming into other cars, destroying other cars it's pretty basic mayhem mode but that's why it's so good I think because it is simple and all you really want to do in a car battling game is just ram into other cars I think, that's what I wanted to do well I mean that's what I wanted
1: to do, I'm not very good at ramming into cars (laughs) I don't know Cardi, did you find it slightly irresponsive I've actually found the driving quite good, but I
3: did play a lot more than you said. I got like, so you have to ram with the right stick in the direction you want to ram. And that takes a little getting used to Mm because I'm so used to using that as I think most people are as turning the camera. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you've got to anticipate a lot more than you'd think with that. And, but the frustrating thing is it's a game that I, it's kind of set up to be a party game, but it doesn't really ever let you play it as a party game because a, there's no local multiplayer, and B, the sixteen-player free-for-all mode. You can only play solo. You can't play with friends. Mm-hmm. You can't join the same game as them and battle against them. Which should be, for me, the fun part of that is like if we could get eight of us, our friends together and just ramming into each other, then it becomes fun. I think
1: there's but... a there's a weird thing where kind of like when we try to do that the, the day it came out is hmm. you do expect a if it's an eight v eight a party should be eight. And it's got a restriction of four players per party, yeah. and that just—I don't understand where the logic is there. That's, and then, like you, that's <laughs> the
3: other annoying thing. Yeah, don't have an eight v eight mode that limits you to four players in your party. It's just it's
0: yeah, frustrating. It, it's weird. Like to me, because I, I have really fond memories of Destruction Derby games and things like Twisted Metal and like those old mm-hmm. kind of arena-based car combat things. So I went into this really quite excited. I kind of wanted it to be like an old-fashioned B-tier game with like smashes and not much else to it, and the weird thing about it is that I think it's caught between two stools because I think the actual car combat really works for me, and I think the destruction modelling is really nice, and when it goes Mm -hmm. into those slow-mo moments where you've absolutely smashed someone to pieces and they're flying away, that looks great. Um And I think, and I enjoyed like the swiping aspect and stuff. That reminds me of Mad Max, which is another car combat game I really like. Uh, But then, yeah, just all those surrounding pieces, the stuff that like forms it into a multiplayer game, just doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's been thought through properly. Which, considering it it was delayed for three months, four months, (laughs) is quite
3: odd. I think it is just at odds with what it wants to be and what it is currently. Like, there are these team based modes which are basically one of them's a version of mayhem where you rack up points by crashing in it's 8v8 crashing into the other team and then driving the car into the tornado in the middle of the map before your car gets destroyed to bank those points but like the other big part of this game is it's not just driving each character has you can jump out on foot and that feels great when you're jumping in between cars but then when you're actually running around i don't think it's very good at all and You can then, if you build up a meter by collecting these pink shards littered around the map, you can build your hero bar, which means you can summon the hero vehicle, which each have abilities, like you've got Lupita, who can basically press L1 and a trail of fire just comes from behind the car as you drive. You've got Blue Fang, who has like big like shredding blades on the front of his car. So it kind of turns a little bit into Robot Wars meets Overwatch, (laughs) which I'm into on paper. But then there's the frustrating thing of... That's really good in free-for-all, but then in team modes, there's just, like, no teamwork. I wrote in my review, like, it'd be really cool if you could actually use teamwork and combine abilities like Overwatch. Like, if there was an ability like Zarya's Graviton Search, which could bundle cars together, and then another of your teammates comes in with something that can just blast them all to pieces.
1: Like, that would, those would be really cool moments. Yeah, but you want kind of, it like... It just any... doesn't
3: let you do that.
1: Yeah, like, the idea of an EMP, which is so... Quite common in car combat games anyway. Being able to knock out sort of like engines around you in a, in a sort of area and then mop up after you. But yeah, like you say, for a team based game, it is only about the points and it feels a bit like you're doing free for all within those team based games. And so therefore I'd rather play the free for all, but I can't play the free for all with my mates.
3: Yep. And just like, it's it's similar as well. I don't know if it's just because in ways, I I reference Overwatch a lot, I realise this, but I'm spoiled by it because they do nail what I love about hero-based games. Like, they're great characters, the gameplay, the gameplay's great, the cosmetics are great. Like, they're never, apart from the original right at the start, but there was always special skins. There are colour swaps in there, but you, you don't really use them. Whereas the only cosmetics at the moment in Destruction All-Stars are just colour swaps, and takes so long to build up enough coins to actually buy a skin and they're just rubbish and then there is on top of that the premium currency which is only for cosmetics but also which i didn't realize for the little mini challenge series mode which is kind of very very loose story mode which isn't really a story there's a cutscene at the start and end that lasts about 30 seconds but like they're hidden behind a paywall as well. And it's just that annoying thing I hate in games. And I know why they do it. And it's obviously fall out like this, but you buy currency in chunks of 500. I think it's four pounds for 500, which isn't overly expensive. But then like the first two challenge shows combined cost 600. So you're going to have to get at least a thousand in order to like, it's just annoying little things like that. And I realize a lot of people say, well, the game's free anyway. If you have PlayStation Plus, so paying four pounds on top of that isn't an issue but this game will eventually not be free and then what happens i'm like i'm paying for story content once this game is i think 60 pounds i think that is still what it's being released as like it's not and no way is this a 60 pound game no there's not enough there like i'm always in a half
1: and half i've got always got like like, this half and half thinking behind kind of microtransactions in full price games because I understand that the price of development keeps increasing and mm-hmm. you know there's there's always the argument about the fact that triple A development is just not sustainable so it has to make money in other ways and if we want those games to turn up I understand there's something's got to give somewhere I don't think Destruction Dark Horse Stars is necessarily a triple A game in in that sort of manner yeah. that that is unsustainable so I'm just like I don't know where the especially from it's a Sony first-party studio, right? Like Sony it's are, Lucid yeah. Games, yeah.
3: They're a small studio,
1: I think, they're, but but they're a company overall that is yeah, it's, it's, is it's a, wealthy. It's a
3: PlayStation Studios game. It's a uh, one of the well, it was one of you know the big launch games, supp- supp- supposedly, but it got delayed. And yeah, it's that thing of like it hasn't done what Fall Guys, no matter. I don't know. I think people are still playing Fall Guys. It's obviously not as many as at launch, but they launched with. A lot of variety they did have server issues but that got fixed they had a similar problem where you could only play with four people and you still can but they have introduced private servers since but they did launch i think crucially with the battle pass which at least gave you a reason to keep playing yeah. like at the moment instructional starts it's like a winner game it's like cool like there's no ranking there's no battle pass to move up there's no i'm just kind of playing and there's nothing wrong with playing just to have fun, but when what you're playing isn't overly fun, then it's
0: kind of like, well, I'm not really going to play this. <laughs> um, yeah, it speaks to me of like, and I totally get why this happens, but it speaks to me of like this weird market force now where this kind of game does well, so we will release this kind of game. And But then the thinking about how to make that kind of game takes away from what you actually should be doing which is as we say the free to play uh, sorry the uh, free for all stuff where you can't play with eight friends mm. in a party is just that speaks to me of a company going like we're going to be big and so once we have a huge audience we're not people aren't going to want to play that way because it will be unfair or it will it will skew it but this mm. game isn't like other competitive games it's a game built around the silliness and fun of those things so it feels like they've compromised their own possibilities just to be like other people and the first games that did that you know your overwatches and you know going way back like these kinds of these kinds of games and the way they're marketed rocket league in particular like that was built out of being different not being the same and it just yeah it feels like a missed opportunity to me like you can still make money through that kind of stuff but not provide like the ultimate competitive version of your silly destruction derby game like it should just exactly. be good fun not a like we said it's just a bit
3: confused of itself i think it's there's too many ideas there of different games coming in and at its core i think the driving and the hitting into other cars and some of the abilities are fun and given time it could develop inside more fun i think if they flesh out with some more modes Make it easier to play with people. I didn't even talk about when you play. I had to just play in my own empty voice party because whenever you enter any game, uh, any match in that game, it just automatically puts you into the game chat with 15 other random people. So you have to mute, you have to mute that every time you start a new game. It's just silly little things like that, which I think they said they're already working to patch out. So, you know, I'm sure this stuff will get sorted over time, but like right now I played for like 10 hours for review but I'm close to deleting it already like I'm not I have no urge to go back and play it which is never a great thing so like Joe I was I watched the State of Play last week and I was like this looks like it could be
0: really fun and it just is a bit shallow I think that's the thing I I look at a game like this and I'm like that's a lunchtime game like like mm-hmm. the old days when we all <laughs> spent time together because we were in the same room. And yeah. then And then just, five we of us went on...
3: online and realised four could fit in. <laughs>
0: yeah, we played it at lunchtime and went, Oh
3: nah. Might yeah. might <laughs> go it's never a good feeling when you're like might go back to work and you actually like <laughs> think I'm gonna go back to work instead of play this game. Uh but yeah. Uh it's it's like i said six it's okay like it's good for a little bit of fun but i just wish yeah you could play with more people and there was a reason to keep playing basically yeah that is my opinion okay deal with <laughs> it um joe you've been playing a game which by all accounts is very fun to play with friends yeah boy oh am i saying go on it? then yeah, sea yeah of
0: go on. i don't know if you've heard of sea of Thieves. it's yeah. this brand new game um I mean, I kind of got back into it by accident. I'd had a hankering to go back to it for a while. I've done, like, a couple of drop-ins every now and then over the years. But they announced this Season 1 thing they're doing, where they've slowed down how much content they're they're making, or at least how often they're releasing it. So instead of every month, it's now every three months. Which, you know, for a game this far into its life, you can kind of understand. But also, they've added a battle pass system, but a very... Generous one, like the actual paid element of this battle pass is so small um, that it really feels like doing it is a tip rather than anything else. Like, you're not expecting too much back. You get one for a hundred levels, you get one extra thing every ten levels, um, and those things aren't exclusive to the battle pass. You can get them elsewhere, or they will end up coming out later on. So, it's essentially like a preview program. Um, and they work out cheaper if you if you were going to buy them and stuff like that. But what I didn't expect was, like, A, Sea of Thieves is now, these days, is a very fun game. Like, I think there's still the kind of person who's going to bounce off of it. It's not going to give you your competitive thrills. But if you want to tool about with some mates for three hours on a Sunday, fuck me. There's, there's nothing I've had more, like, just consistent pleasure from in a multiplayer game for such a long time. There's no... There's so little stress. There's so little... Uh, like pressure about it, and it's so often such a quiet, lovely, chilled-out experience that you can just have such a nice time mucking around. Mm-hmm. But there's now a lot more quests. If you want to go on story quests, they're there, and they're quite they're mo- on the whole they're pretty good. There's a couple of duff ones, um, but then this battle pass just changes that one step further for me. I think it's really, really smart in as much as it's quite opaque about what gives you um points towards the pass so what it ends up feeling like is you're constantly being rewarded without knowing quite why and it feels really nice it's like just being given <laughs> little sweets every now and then um Ooh. it's got a bunch of like trials and things you can aim for if you want to but i'm just completing them by accident as we go through uh and like it incentivizes just, like, that one more hour feeling so much so to the point where I'm playing, for the first time ever, and playing Sea of Thieves solo in my spare time because I'm being rewarded for doing so beyond just going and doing the normal quests that aren't as fun without other people. And it's mm-hmm. just, like, I just love it. I can't stop thinking about it. I'm having <laughs> such a nice time.
3: I, uh, I should reinstall it because it is the definition of a game to me that every year or so I look at and go, I should love this game. Yeah. And- I want to play it, but I just... I feel like maybe it's partly on us. We never go, should we play Sea of Thieves? Like, just never think of playing it.
0: That's what I've started doing to all my friends now. I've got, like, three separate sets of friends who are all weirdly getting back into Sea of Thieves at the same time, or have Mm. never been out of it. Um, And it's just really nice to be able to dip in and, and, like... Oh, it's just it's just so nice it's just such a chilled <laughs> place even when you're dying to a crack it, it feels quite oddly uh relaxed it's it's, in, it's brilliant
1: in terms of the the battle pass what are you getting from it because obviously sea of thieves has always had it's almost like i the the reason i quite like sea of thieves is that it it reminds me a lot of a toy box from when i was a kid and it mm. would just be full of fancy dress and then you turn the box into your ship and you fly a, a t-shirt and pretend you're on the high seas. Is like the battle pass is that essentially like just more things for your fancy dress box? Yeah.
0: What a gorgeous childhood you <laughs> had, Matt. Um it's uh yeah, it's basically that. Like most of the battle pass, I would say the majority of the battle pass is just gold to go and spend on other cosmetics. Um some of it will give you the premium currency which I don't I'm not that bothered by like it's one of those things where you're kind of like this is frankly really the only way they make. making... Like, they've explicitly said, this is how we continue making this game. Is basically, we need the money from these battle passes because otherwise, like... No matter whether they're owned by Microsoft or not, like, they need to be bringing in the money. Uh, and Everwild doesn't feel like it's going to do one of those things. So this is their... This is their Fortnite, for want of a better term, that just rolls along and lets them do other things in the background. Um, so it gives you some premium currency and then it gives you, like... Uh, you know like a coat here and a gun there and if you've paid for the battle pass you'll get a set at the end of it as well and as well if you're a pirate legend which is like the super high level end game stuff you get another set of extra rewards along the way as well so it really it's incentivizing it for several different levels of player um so yeah it's just like it's just very neatly integrated but not never obtrusively it doesn't feel like it's changed what you're going to do in that game or how you're going to approach it you're never going to get to a situation where like eight different people are trying to do the same thing at the same time there are timed events but like they they tend to be just kill eight skeletons within these 10 hours and you'll have a lovely time um it doesn't feel like it's going to go everyone to this place and then cause fights and and take you away from no the authority line. here exactly uh, <laughs> um, um how yeah. are um the public on the high seas these days are people nice or are people horrible i would have said they're nice except me and my friends uh from a different podcast were absolute pricks the other day and i'm still feeling guilty for it we uh we were sailing towards one of the story missions and it just so happened that another boat had stopped on the island where our mission was and it was just a sloop with two guys on it and we hadn't anyone and so we were just like oh, was, they're, they're like literally parked on the beach there's nothing they could do and we were just like let's just sink oh, this shit no. uh, let's just do it and so we just turned broadside <laughs> absolutely battered them with cannons killed them and then suddenly I was like holy shit have you seen how much treasure's on the beach <laughs> and they had like 12 chests mostly things that none of us have ever seen in the game before like names oh, for no. chests like that one of the chests was just called Crate of Extraordinary Items. <laughs> yeah. And we were just like, we were going to, like, when we first killed them, we were going to leave it and just let them come back. And then when we saw that, we were like, we have to fucking
3: take all of this. that. That could have been a father and son separated by pandemic, playing together, having yeah. a lovely time, I think, and then you come along.
0: I think my friend Steve said, uh, and correctly was like, if that happened to me... I would turn off my Xbox and not come back. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would be it for me. Because yeah, we've just the the amount of work that must have gone into getting all that stuff. I dread oh, to think. No. Um, yeah,
3: but that's worst case scenario. Best case scenario, it's uh, Alid and his mate on the sofa plane. you exactly. <laughs> <laughs> done it, it was, to them. But
0: it was a, it was a beautiful pirate moment. Like it really, you know, it mm-hmm. lived up to the to the the fantasy. Well, it's sea of it. Thieves. It's not sea exactly. Of- Mates, is um, it? <laughs> but yeah, just the, just the way we were giggling all the way back to the outpost to sell everything, just like just having such a funny naughty time. <laughs> it was great. It's such a naughty game. Um, oh, it's lovely. I I'm, I set. I think everyone, if they can, just go back and give it a go now and see what you think. Like it might do nothing for you, but I honestly think if you've if you've turned off of it for a couple of years. Give it a go now and see what you think because I think there's there's so much more to it. I'm I'm going to download it onto my
3: Xbox yes. today uh, if I can tear myself away from that sweet sweet Warzone.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know that's a that's a, a less of a pleasant experience. It's often yes. quite quite a uh, I mean tense. That's what I was thinking as we played Warzone and repeatedly lost last night. Where I was just like I could be on the fucking. We
3: had some thieves. good games though. We, had we did of all kills. right.
0: It w- I was yeah. with lovely people, that's what mattered to me. Yeah, and but that's the- what... Friendship matters
3: overall, and that's something I think that the Hanforth City Council, Parish Council even, could
0: learn. I do want to nice point to out other. the moment in that game, though, where I was the only person left and you just quit the game with it and took me I'll out come, of it. don't bring that up. I don't <laughs> want to bring out
3: all the times we saved each other's lives <laughs> and,
0: and killed whole teams. But
3: yeah, I, I, I forgot you had a gulag left now. I may have Left the pie. Um, but that's fine, it's fine. Um <laughs> that's all the that's all the games we've got to talk today. But we've got, like we said, we've got double feedback and one division spoilers coming up. But first, why not play a game of our own?
2: Inside in the UK AGN crew.
3: Yeah, yeah, and the ones in two. we got the games gonna play for you Inside i got a question for you Hold at the DJ, we're coming through Yeah, yeah, and the ones in two. we got the games gonna play for you
0: Inside i got a question for you Is it in the search?
3: I say a game of our own Joe, you've stolen one from someone who's kindly written in
0: <laughs> Yeah, uh I'm just gonna go for what? Emil Lang I'm gonna say Emil Lang or Emil Langer from Denmark, who I think has emailed in before. Um, he's given us just a good old-fashioned game of go-on name them, to play through, with a oh. variety of different things. Some of them game-related, some of them definitely not. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> that, that I'm troubling. Inter- yeah, I'm interested in your responses to these. I think we'll learn a little. I, I, th- I'm, I fear, Matt, that this might um, play into Cardi's general oh. knowledge trivia. Brain I don't want to know bit. what you... I don't want to know what you think i know (laughs) no i don't it's nothing gross it's just stuff that's very much not in our wheelhouse um but we'll get there so courtesy of emil we're going to play five rounds uh of go on name them if you don't know how it's played essentially two players bid to name the most items in a list and the person who wins those bids has to do all of them without one mistake and they get a point Mm -hmm. if they do so That was quite a good explanation of that game. Succinct. I've never
3: done it that well before. We should, we should have, yeah, we should have it down by now. Yeah, we we should, but we don't.
0: (laughs) Round one. Sackboy has starred as a character, creature, or costume in fourteen games. This does not include living, sorry, non-living Sackboy plushies, such as in the Order 1886 or Uncharted (laughs) Three. I mean, yeah, I had those in my back pocket. <laughs> uh, can you name, or how many of the Sackboy-related games or Sackboy-starring games can you name? And we'll start with Matt on the bids. Bastard.
2: Um,
1: and he, and he's alive. Yes. So, character, creature, or costume? He's, he's, he's alive. Uh, it's it's that it's it's where it becomes costume. I that's the... I think costume.
0: In this case, from what I can see from the list, appears to be more along the lines of like playable character type costume rather than I'm wearing mm-hmm. a sack boy costume. I may be wrong, but
1: that seems to be Right, wrong. okay. I'll start with four. Cool.
3: That's a good sweet spot, isn't that? That's yeah, very good. Oh okay. five. Mm-hmm.
1: Six,
3: six. I feel like I could maybe risk a six. I don't know if I could risk a seventh. Let me have a a brief little think. I, mm, (laughs) I don't know if this one's gonna count.
1: Seven. Okay, it's gone for Mm. seven. Uh. The sixteen of them. Fourteen. Fourteen. Christ! How has Sackboy managed to make it into fourteen games? Cardi's
0: naming f- half. Yeah. Of the Sackboy canon.
1: This is this is. <laughs> go on, name them, Cardi. Yeah,
0: I'm surprised it took you that long to say. Go on, name them. To be honest, <laughs> seventh. So I'm pretty sure I have six. It's just the
3: seventh that's a little wobbly. Okay, so I'm going to go, little bit planet. Yes. Little bit planet two. Yes. Little Big Planet three, correct. I think it was just called Little Big Planet Vita. It was. Sackboy's Big Adventure. Mm-hmm. PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. That's in there. Now here's one. Where, here's the one where I'm not sure if it's going to count. Astro's Playroom. It's mm, certainly not on this list. He's
0: definitely
3: in there. Is he? He's a robot the... playing it. He's in there as there is a there is a like he is in it, like as I'm looking him up. A plushie and as a reference. But yeah, I don't know what the
0: Little Big Planet Sackboy reference. Let's see what we've got. I'm just looking on YouTube. This is how we make it
3: It depends sure. are we were we saying these are these are playable Because then he's definitely not
1: they said it was like a living sack boy, wasn't it? Yeah.
3: Well, it's I'm pretty sure tell. it's moving. Oh,
0: well, let me see it. if I can think of think that one. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you one more guess. Because we are unsure on that one. Um, is he in... Is it just called...
3: Little Big planet kart racer karting that's, the, that's the other the one i was thinking a little
0: big planet karting is there so you have got your seven uh,
3: you go. i think that's fair. Uh, astros was a um, uh I, I was also thinking like i don't know because i was thinking was it called that or was was he also in mod
0: nation races or have i made he that was up? in mod nation races right. <laughs> imagine He's remembering here. i'm mod a sash, sash boy I played the V, okay. The ones you've missed. Little Big Planet PSP was also ah. there. Sackboy's Prehistoric Moves, which was a movie game. Is, what? what? Uh, Run Sackboy Run, an endless runner on mobile. Uh, Mod Nation Racers. Ragdoll Kung Fu, Fists of Plastic. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> Invisibles
0: Shadow Zone, which I had not thought of. <laughs> and in one that I... I kind of debate, but who cares? We don't need it. Minecraft PlayStation Edition in a little Big Planet DLC pack.
1: Oh, oh is that where, like, the costume side of yeah, it comes from, is I it? Yeah, I think so. So he's kind it's of a playable skin.
0: costume, yeah. It's hard to say. Okay. Doesn't matter. Okay, I-, I weaseled out a point. You know. Cardi got a point. Right. Cardi, to begin on this. And here's where the left turns come in. There are 27 <laughs> member countries in the EU. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus... How many
3: of those 27 can you name? I'm guessing this was... Um, this is an up-to-date As list. of now, as of today, not as yeah. uh, two months ago. Or oh,
0: it's as of uh, eight days ago, if that makes any difference to you.
3: There's some which... like this. Right, let's start with ten.
0: Nice. Solid. Twelve? Twelve. Fourteen. Oh, uh, it's like a real auction! Uh.
1: <laughs> Uh, you're right joe this is actual real world shit is not my forte
0: (laughs) the problem is less that it's not your forte it's just that it really is cardi's forte. but it's it's... not
3: though because there's so many in there that you think might be in the eu but aren't and and some that should (laughs) um
0: (laughs) look forward to those
1: emails (laughs) just give me a while i'm just dotting my way around the map (laughs) It's like I Indiana Jones in
0: Matt's
3: yeah.
2: head.
1: <laughs> 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 what did you it is. What have you raised
3: to? 14? 14. 14, yeah. yeah. You said there's 27.
0: Uh, 27. Have either of you watched Lupin on Netflix? No, I haven't. Yeah, I've heard it's, it's very good. It's fun. It's not amazing, but there's a good auction scene in that, and that's what I'm thinking of right now. That you're both like <laughs> sexy auction men having a good time trying to bow. Is it, is it in French? Yes. Okay. I will say that the ending of Lupin is quite annoying, but it's because they've got part two coming out this year. So it's one of those ones okay. where you're like, oh, this should have just been one
1: series. Get on with yeah. it. You'll like it. Surely you'll like it. It's Arsene, isn't it, Lupin? It's from Persona. That's what he's based on. Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah.
3: The things you learn, eh?
1: Okay. Go. Uh, I'm going to raise you on that one, Cardi.
3: Go on, then. To what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> to what?
3: I'll go 15. Yeah. Twenty. I feel like that wasn't me saying twenty. Uh That was, that was... seventeen.
1: Oh no, not a chance now. <laughs> Go on, name them. Okay. France.
0: <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Italy. Yes. Spain. Spain. Yes.
3: Germany. Yes. I'm going to definitely start doubling up on these. I'm going to try and remember. Belgium. Yes. The Netherlands. Yes. Portugal.
0: hmm. Ten more to Greece. go. Greece. What would you say? Greece. Greece is on it. Austria. Austria is on it. Are you doing that thing where I, you find countries that are basically the same and just say them both? Kind of. You're working around the Western Bloc at the moment, aren't yeah, you? That's, yeah. I can see it.
3: I, I'm i going to say it's like, I don't think it's a risk. Republic of Ireland. That is on there. Denmark?
0: Yes. Sweden? Yes. Finland? Finland is on there. Four more. How many more do I need? Four. Uh, have I said Poland? You have not said Poland. And it is on there. How many more? Three. I thought I just had three. Oh, no. No, you had four to go. Now <laughs> oh, you've got three. That's how counting works. <laughs> Slovakia. Slovakia is on there. Two more. Right, this is where you just got to guess the Baltics. <laughs> guess the Baltics. Slovenia, Slovenia's. On, did you just say Slovakia? So yeah, Slovakia, yeah. Slovenia. Yeah.
3: Now it's the choice between a few of them
0: <laughs> for the for the win.
3: I'm pretty sure like the most recent one was Croatia.
0: Croatia is correct. He's in. Yes. Okay. A level geography comes out the bag. The ones he didn't say: Bulgaria, <laughs> Cyprus. Uh, the I forgot it was now called Czechia. Um, I, I would never, or I, would never I don't know it how you say Czech, it. Czech, Estonia, yeah. uh, Hungary, oh, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, the classic combo. Luxembourg, Malta, Romania. That's what the, one, the ones you didn't get. I, I'm happy with that. I you did well. That I was very, yeah. very uh, informative to the readers. I'm sure it, <laughs> I'm sure they loved it. Look at what you've lost. Yeah. Um. <laughs> That's that's two points to Cardi. Matt to bid first on. There are thirty-five Resident Evil games according to the franchise's Wikipedia page and the Capcom fandom page. Not, <laughs> not, not including Village. Right. Okay. This, does not, at this, one. this does not include directors' cuts or ports, but
1: does include
0: remakes.
1: Okay, yep. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: Makes sense? Makes sense.
1: And how many are we? looking for in total 35
0: 35.
1: <laughs> 35 okay i will
0: say there are a number of i'm just going to say this because i think it's fair there are a number of mobile games included in this list. okay okay i right, see i'm not i'm not big on my retzy uh,
1: so, it, so and it does it does include remasters but it doesn't include ports
0: it does not remakes but not ports yeah remakes not ports or director's cuts right i'm just okay. gonna have a look through. Remasters, have they? Have they done like a straight remaster before? Yeah, yeah, they have. Yeah, we'll get there when we come to it. Okay,
1: <laughs> I'll uh, I'll leave them till later.
0: It's a big list. <laughs>
1: okay, I'll I'll start at a conservative ten.
0: Okay,
3: it's quite an easy seven, aren't there? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I will say this... Okay, the, well, well, it doesn't matter unless you're guessing all of them. Fifteen? Fifteen. Hmm.
3: Hmm. See, this is where remasters are going to come into play for mm. me. If they count. Okay. I... We're not including a multiplayer modes in games separate to... I can't remember which were... Do you know what? Name me 15. I I'm not okay.
1: the I
0: not
1: <laughs> Can I just bank 7 by just saying Resident Evil's 1 through 7? Yes, you can. <laughs> okay. Thank then, you for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then Resident Evil 0.
0: 0 is there.
1: Yeah. Then Resident Evil Revelations 1 and 2.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Then Resident Evil 2, the remake. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil 3, the remake. Yeah. How many am I on now? That's t- 12. 12. Three more. Um, well, still a one. Resident Evil Outbreak? Yep. Two more, right? hmm Yeah. Um. This is where I
0: would have been struggling.
1: Umbrella Chronicles? Yep. Yep.
0: One more.
1: I'm gonna risk it just cause I wanna know <laughs> if it's here or not. Resident Evil 4 HD.
0: Resident I mean, Evil I'd allow Four HD but... is not on the list. Oh, I think that's unfair. I, I'm happy to take it because one on this list was Resident Evil Maiden, the new demo, which I would not count on. No.
1: The list. whereas four think... was HD up as a remaster, and, for...
0: and it was also specifically a different game on Wii. Um, mm-hmm. I would say it is different enough to I'll, be considered somewhere as, between as an opponent. I,
3: I would say yeah, but that, is, that was. I think.
0: I think Emil, uh, you know get your facts straight um, <laughs> it's, it's good we had resident evil 1 2 3 nemesis resident evil survivor resident evil code veronica resident evil survivor 2 code veronica resident evil gaiden which is that weird um game boy one yeah uh, resident evil remake resident evil zero resident evil dead aim outbreak outbreak file 2 resident <laughs> evil 4 uh umbrella chronicles 5 dark side chronicles Mercenaries 3D, Revelations, Operation Raccoon City, the best one, Resident Evil 6, <laughs> Resident Evil Revelations 2, Umbrella Core, Resident Evil 7, Biohazard, 2 Remake, 3 Make, uh, 3 Make, uh, and then <laughs> loads of mobile games that it's not even worth talking about.
1: Dead Aim was the yeah. one I was trying to remember, cause I remember getting that on Wii when I was at uni, and I was like, what was that one fucking called? Cause that's yeah. the light gun game, isn't I, it? I
3: would have just said Resident Evil Raccoon City, and I don't know if you would have allowed that without the operation.
0: Yeah, I probably same.
3: would. I think that would be fine. I forgot about just Rezzy 1 remake as well. Yeah. But, there we go.
0: Uh, right. 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. Back in the game, Matt. And it is Cardi to guess first on this. The IGN Wiki Wiki lists 18 levels in the Hitman 2016 series or trilogy, I suppose. This is definitely Matt's little house. (laughs) Um, These appear to be, as far as I'm aware... Yeah, they're just the main levels. None of the DLC levels. Are they? Okay.
1: This is is important. Is it the name (laughs) of the level or is it the location of the level?
0: Uh, They appear to be... That's a good question. Uh, mm. (laughs) You know what? I think we could take both, given that they are saying the same thing. Okay, okay. and I will. It's it's all right
1: because so so. so they, they do all have titles that don't have the location in them. Oh I
0: see. No, they are location names. Yeah, they're okay. not they're not like whatever stop Paris the most is called operation like names. Stop yeah. the Party or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That one, yeah, stop the party. I
3: love that one. Yeah. Like <laughs> uh, yeah, location. It's names. not death yes. in the
1: family rather yes, than yes, the actual sorry, location yeah, yeah. that is that I'm not going to drop. Yeah. Because yeah. that would be an answer.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I know that one. I know that
0: one. Say first, it then, you yeah. coward. Um That's Right, guarded guess first. Uh well, you said there was sixteen.
3: Eighteen. Eighteen. Uh I'll go with nine. Let's start with half.
1: Okay, I'll do ten.
3: Ooh, he's confident on this one, <laughs> <bit mad boy. laughs> Oh I've got some five wire. Oh. Uh twelve. Thirteen? Just say you can do them all, it's fine. I can't <laughs> do
1: them all though. <laughs> hmm.
3: see this is where I'd be half guessing what some are called or as I refer to them as different things to what they probably actually are (laughs) I'm going to have to say go with is it 13 or 14 you I said 13 yeah yeah go go with
1: that then you want me to name them? okay Um, Paris? yes is the first one Sapienza? yes Morocco
0: uh yeah it's it's written marrakesh but marrakesh the yeah mm-hmm. thing. i'm fine with i'll allow, it, I'll allow <laughs> uh bangkok i am the pro the proper <laughs> whatever it's called <laughs> i wish i'd had the actual phrase in my head uh three yeah
1: have you got bangkok
0: bangkok four
1: yeah um colorado
0: colorado five he's doing them in order baby yeah hokkaido officer hokkaido six
1: <laughs> Um What's the first one of two? Oh fuck, where's that one set? <laughs> I'll skip that one and go straight to Miami. Yeah. Um I can't remember the order of these ones now, but I'm going to go Isle of Skye. Yeah. Yeah. Um how many am I on now?
0: You're on 8. Eight.
3: Eight. Five more. Um, New York. New York is there. Mm-hmm.
1: Isn't, isn't that a DLC one? It is oh. DLC one, New York is.
3: Yeah.
1: It's, for, yeah it's, it's, it's on
3: the list, it's on the list, it's fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's on there. It's, it's,
1: it's, it was Hitman 2 DLC, Is New York. Yeah. Um.
0: Oh, were there only four main levels in Hitman 2? Oh, six. I no, the there's six.
1: DLC ones. What are we yeah, using? they. Is, um. Anyway, we'll come
0: back
1: to it. Mumbai's on there? Mumbai's on there, yeah. Three more. Okay, Dartmoor. Dartmoor. Berlin. Berlin. Um, Dubai.
0: Dubai is on there. Do you know what this is? I think the IGN wiki isn't. But at the time he was checking, was not updated because Chong King isn't on there.
1: Oh, is it not? So I oh, think well, I think go. we
0: do have DLC ones, but not all of Hitman Three. That's fine. But it, we them, didn't got them anyway. We didn't even get there. You you accidentally named all the ones that were on the list anyway. <laughs> uh, we also had Hawks Bay, which I think is the one you That's, were yeah. worrying about. Mm-hmm. Santa Fortuna, Whittleton Creek, Whittleton Himmels- Creek, Himmelstein, uh, Haven Island, and then some missing ones from Hitman Three.
1: Uh, really? is, is Himalayan Something. Mountains the one and that's the last Carpathian, one. I
0: think? Carpathian Mountains. Is the
1: Carpathian one? Mountains. Yeah.
0: Well there you go. The Carpathian. Carpathian. There are that's, Carpathian It's because two wall boys. It's... We need Whoa it's come fifth. down to this. And it's <laughs> <laughs> one at least one of you's gonna fucking hate it. <laughs> Since the end of World War Two, <laughs> the UK has had fifteen different prime ministers. Oh Har- my! Harold God. Wilson does not count twice. <laughs> okay, so we've got one there it's Harold Wilson. Oh yeah, <laughs> I-, I would, I would, I would have guessed that one. That's fine. That's fine. That's a freebie for you both. Fourteen more prime ministers. Uh, or is it me to be first? Uh, it is Matt to be first. You Sure. Yeah.
3: He's yeah, yeah, got right,
0: Card- Card- right. Five. Five.
3: Seven. Oh, I thought he was going to go a big oh. jump there. A <laughs> level history coming to play now. <laughs>
1: I'd be d- shitting
3: it if I got given this.
1: Did your A level history cover anything like post World War Two Britain?
3: Uh, It was mainly 19th century British politics, but, you know, I uh, bleeded in a bit.
1: Gladstone all the way, mate.
3: (laughs) Where's Peel when you need him?
1: Bring them corn laws back.
3: Stop stalling.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't think I can do eight. No, go on, name them.
3: Oh. Do I just go for the newer ones or do I show off? (laughs) Let's get some obvious ones. Let's go with Thatcher. Yeah, Thatcher. Cameron. Cameron. Blair. Tony B. Liar. Yep. (laughs) Brown. Brown is there? Major. Yeah, major pain in my ass. Ted Heath. Ted Heath is there. And let's go with Alec
0: Douglas Hume. <laughs> Alec Douglas. Yeah, Alec Douglas Hume was there. That's it. He's done it. S- s- stuff. You could have had. Take Clement your hit, Adley. man. <laughs> you could have had Winston Churchill. You could have had Anthony Eden. Macmillan. Could have had Harold Macmillan. Could have had. C- could have probably had Boris Johnson. <laughs> could have had Harold Wilson. Twice. Uh, James Callaghan, the dark horse of the group. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thatcher, Major, Blair, Brown, Cameron, Theresa May, and old Have I Got News For You, boy. Um, So, that (laughs) is it. Cardi wins 3-2 in a round that I'm afraid, uh, I didn't design it, was somewhat weighted towards him. No, no, it was a highly cultured affair, though, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, Uh, you're you're more highly cultured in... (laughs) Bullshit trivia than us. That's bullshit <laughs> trivia. Our country's history. Yeah. Have you, have you our, um, no, actually, I was going to get emails for what I was about to say. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I was about uh, to
3: talking about. Should we? Should we? Let's address things. some emails. Uh, we've got a lot of feedback this week. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 let's yeah. kick it off with with Matt. Oh, why don't you read one, young sir? Oh,
1: young sir. Aren't I the oh, oldest yeah. in this chat?
3: <laughs> nah, I think Joe. Is Joe are you older than Joe?
1: I think I am by I I, uh, so. uh, no. a little wit. Um, anyway, this no, you're one's both from... you
3: slightly older than me,
1: it's fine. But this... you are
3: the clerk, so please begin. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. This one's from Tom Chilton, who says, Duck Hunt, greetings all. I'm going to be doing a charity event later this year, and I was hoping you might be able to, to give me a shout out on the pod. Last October, my mum passed away from neck and throat cancer. Covid permitting in October this year. I plan on doing a CrossFit workout Murph as many times as possible for 24 hours to raise money for the hospice in which he stayed, which is a very, very honourable thing to do.
0: Yeah, fucking
1: hell. Um, for reference, the workout will be repeat- that I will be repeating consists of, so he's going to do this on loop as many times Jesus. as possible in 24 hours. Run a mile, 100 pull-ups, 200 press-ups, 300 <laughs> squats, and run a mile. Jesus! Over and over again for 24 Jesus. hours. I
3: mean... Doing that once would that be me for a year? So. um,
1: Oh God, yeah. yeah I, I
3: appreciate that. Um, I am yeah,
1: incredibly sorry. soft, so this feels uh, a million miles away from what I could possibly do. Tom, you
0: like a? Are you a hard-bodied jock? What's going on over there? <laughs>
1: Bodied jock. <laughs> so uh, basically, you're absolutely. hard cock. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I didn't even mean it like that. <laughs>
1: Uh, so uh. for anybody listening that would like to, to provide some money, uh, to help, uh, Tom's fundraiser mm-hmm. for this very, very good cause, the link to the Just Giving page is, get your notepad out, HTTPS.
2: <laughs> don't need that
1: bit. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> colon, forward slash, forward slash, www.justgiving.com, forward slash, fundraising, forward slash, Tom dash Chilton one. And I'm gonna, gonna donate. Oh.
3: now. I shall also, and obviously, sorry for your loss, Tom. Yeah, and I, I hope yeah. the day goes well because that sounds quite demanding, and I respect it fully.
0: Uh, uh, I, yeah, that is ludicrous. How on earth
3: do you expect in to... October as well? Do
0: I'm... it. Oh yeah, rainy that's, time. to that's yeah. be horrible. I mean, mm-hmm. don't want to put you off, Tom, but. Have you thought no. about this? <laughs> Couldn't you just, like, play games? Loads of people get given money for playing games now. Just yeah. run around in, like, uh, Red Dead. it will be fine. <laughs> just do pull-ups in Red Dead. Can you do that? You can do it in Final
3: Fantasy. See how many Final Fantasy pull-ups you can do in... Actually, don't <laughs> do that. It's around. way less fun than
0: running a mile and doing <laughs> squats,
3: Yeah, so... that's true. Um... I've got an email here from Daniel Melito. It says, Hi, I'm a presenter myself and I teach people in a hilarious way about chronic illness and disability. During my idea time, I listen to your dry witty antics and sandwich stories to spur spur on my gay maddled brain while I have writer's block. I haven't been listening to you long, but you've all quickly become my favorite IGN UK podcast. No, just
0: Thank favorite IGN much. podcast, not just the UK one. Oh, sorry.
3: Yeah, I, I added you. I'm so used to putting those words together. Yeah. <laughs> favorite IGN. You've podcast. become my
0: favorite IGN UK podcast, <laughs> and that is high praise.
3: That is high. Price. Favorite IGN podcast. Um, yes, I'm from the US, but all the domestic IGN podcasts are squeaky clean. If anyone's on those shows and listens to that, here the people want a bit of want a bit of blue, want yeah. a bit of filth. Get some, up a bit. Get some um, filth in
0: <laughs> GameScoop. Come
3: on. That's what the people and they, want. <laughs> they don't cuss very much at all, and that makes me suspicious. Too clean, isn't it? Suspicious you you it don't is. need to be suspicious. They're just mm.
0: nicer people than we are. <laughs> That's basically it.
3: Anyway, I always hear you guys say, respect the sea. Mm. And uh, it's very key here that Daniel's written out sea as the capital letter C. But then he does say, or oh, maybe it's respect the sea, as in the ocean. Or maybe Respect the in Eye Dogs. It's, it's not that one. Um, for those of us like me who are newcomers, can you please explain it? I, we do often get lost behind these very long inside jokes. I mean, Respect the Sea's probably been going on a year, a year and a half mm. now, and... Um, I we've had a couple of emails like this, and I do realise if you think we're just saying respect the sea, you might be thinking we're saying respect the c-word, which is a totally different thing. And I'm not saying I don't have respect for that, but that that's not what we're about as a podcast. Yeah, sea uh, as in
0: the worst kind of ocean. Yes, um, that's respect. What we're
3: respect the waves the
0: current and the devils inside it um, and if if you want an explanation as to why it's because we did an entire special on hilarious stories about drowning in which someone Mm -hmm. i can't remember who and we should remember their name came up with the phrase uh keep up the good work and for christ's sake respect the sea i should point out someone i haven't told this to either of you someone sent me a dm this week and they doodled like a really beautiful um Respect the sea like it looked almost like a tattoo, but it was just like a little doodle they'd done. And it's, it's amazing. It's the closest I've ever come to immediately getting a tattoo. Can we try and get that on the
3: <laughs> can we try and get that on the IGN store? A shirt with like a nice little respect the sea doodle.
0: Yeah, but the IGN store doesn't ship to the UK, so we'd be That's a problem. cut out from That's our own
3: merch. Maybe I'll I'll draw
0: the monta shirts for people in Byron. <laughs> Also I just like that you're outwardly going Yeah can we steal that guy's design And put it on the shop I would obviously ask I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, not a devil myself But yeah um, if you haven't listened to the
3: drowning episode uh, You should because if you enjoyed the sandwich stories God have you got a lot more Ocean stories for you there yeah,
0: so It's more heart wrenching
3: But if mm. you're
0: as If you do like the fact that we're awful pricks Then I think that <laughs> probably works for you Yeah There you go Daniel I hope that answered your question. Yes, Daniel. I don't know why I said that so (laughs) frighteningly. This is from Christine Branch. uh, Who, oh, yes, um, Christine has messaged us before. Thank you for reading my email last week. You asked for clarification. I have fortunately not been incarcerated. So this was the juice and cereal combo uh, question. Yes, Uh, I have fortunately not been incarcerated. I am, in fact, a learning disability nurse. I mean, we have a lot of good people on this podcast. There's that too like, many to help nice people. <laughs> <And> we apologise. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> Bugger all. Whilst my juice and cereal combination may be weird, I guess. Oh, sorry, may be weird. I guess I'm just used to it now. I think the thought process was I like cereal and I like juice. So why not see if they work together? <laughs> Fair enough. That's true. I guess that there has been a degree of experimentation over the years. You are correct in your. Matt, why do you keep highlighting the phrase that I'm
1: reading? Oh. Sorry, because I highlight <laughs> shit when I'm reading it, so I'm reading it at the same time and didn't realise that you are in the dock as well, because of thinking, course you are.
0: I keep thinking you're going to delete the thing as I'm reading it, like a test. <laughs> it's a memory game. That's really Ugh. freaking me out. I guess there's been a degree of experimentation over the years. You are correct in your guess that apple juice is the best one to use, although white mm-hmm. grape juice is a close Ooh. second. I don't think I've ever had white grape juice. Is it good? Yeah, just, it tastes like grapes. Yeah, fair enough. Orange <laughs> juice is too sour in combination with the cereal. I did try mango, tropical, and pineapple juice, but these also tend to be mm-hmm. too strong. Cranberry is too sharp. I, can, I agree with all of that, I think. Yeah, I think we wondered whether mango might be smooth enough, but apparently mm. not. I did try water. <laughs> <laughs> Mother Nature's juice. And whilst this does work with porridge, I find it a bit bland with cereal. I've tried all sorts of cereal over the years but if I had to pick one it would be Shreddies. I guess yeah Shreddies and fruit juice, juice kind of shreddies. works because multi. Yeah. I, think, I suppose
3: like, it's almost kind of like a really cold deconstructed apple crumble. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, apple juice and Shreddies that is a deconstructed cold <laughs> apple crumble. Just <laughs> like an apple crumble you'd find on the road. Um <laughs> I used to pubble. like Sunny dinner but, but, sorry. In a puddle. Yes. Yeah. Just... <laughs> I used to like Sunny D back in the day, but never with cereal. The worst cereal for me, I think, is Bran Flakes. I think it's fair. Thank okay. you for the weekly entertainment. It really is a highlight. Can I say keep going to all my fellow key workers? Agreed, keep can. going, and more so, get paid more, please. <laughs> That's how I yes. say things to people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well done, and so you can
3: workers. get all that delicious nut milk.
0: Oh um, yeah, you are missing out on the nut milk situation.
3: But... I actually feel about nut milk, Matt, and more specifically, just the term nut milk.
1: Well, I mean, I, in in this day and age, now nutting has become a a, a thing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean it's become a thing? <laughs>
0: what
3: during the pandemic?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: in uh, these I'd
3: unprecedented
1: think. times, we nut. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah,
3: they're definitely not squeaky clean, are we?
1: Uh, yeah, the The phrase that and nut butter can, can please go in the drain. But, yeah, um grim. Yeah, I, I don't mind stocking my fridge with some milk that was achieved from something that was not living. Yeah. <laughs> Coconut's the best.
3: Sounds like you're milking a dead cow. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Oh, good stuff. Uh, well second round of feedback let's go let's keep this going because we're on to what everyone was waiting for
1: drum roll please butter stories <laughs> okay let's start with andrew kershaw who says hello all keep up the great work and thank you for your recent butter discussions they may they made me all nostalgic about my youth my fat youth <laughs> There came an age where suddenly I was tall enough to go to the fridge independently and help myself. I would sneak into the kitchen with no one else present, take a slice of ham, a knob of butter, place the butter in the ham, wrap it up, and pop it in my mouth. From that moment, <laughs> from that moment, the ham and butter parcel was born and kept me going as a pre snack for some of my chubbier youthful days. I now know it's probably not that healthy and so haven't probably had one not. in years. <laughs> this may well change soon. Thanks again, and for God's sake, respect the butter.
0: Oh, there we go. Twist, we do need to respect butter. I don't think we're going to get any designs for respect the butter sent to us, but (laughs) fair enough. Good try. Um, Yeah, the the ham and butter parcel
3: is... I'm I'm not fat. I I like my bread. Bread's one of the best things on Earth, so I do like a sandwich. We've gone through this before. We don't need to talk about sandwiches again, but... um, (laughs) I don't just want the insides of a sandwich without the bread, I don't think. I like the the texture. It just seems a bit too slimy for me. Oh, there you go. Fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what I have to say about that. Uh, anyway, I have an email, a butter-related email from CJ in Nebraska, who says, hi, guys, hope you're all well. Are we all well? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why not? <laughs> a bit of delay on that, uh, but I think we are. Sometimes um, I just have to think about it, you know? Yeah. You, just, yeah, know, you make anyway. sure. Anyway, CJ says, Regarding butter freaks, <laughs> a friend <laughs> of mine would take a whole stick of butter, roll it in cinnamon and sugar, and eat it like a candy bar. <laughs> mm. <laughs> While all those things together are delicious, not taking the next step of spreading it on toast or something made it revolting to me. I do agree, just... Eating a stick like just butter is—it's not for me. um My—it <laughs> sounds like a euphemism. My own grandmother used to butter her watermelon slices.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: I read this vivid. before, and that, that hadn't occurred vivid. to
1: me. And then when you just popped in the euphemism thing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that that is a vivid image. Um Right, my own grandma <laughs> used to butter her watermelon slices for reasons that I could never understand. I always just chalked it up to her living through the Great Depression. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's not funny but I know that it's it is uh, a funny connection. Gra-
3: <laughs> uh I always just chalked it up to a living through the Great Depression and presumably picking up odd food habits. Why not? That is odd. Although I could kind of watermelon with a bit of salt, I could kind of
2: kind of get...
3: Salted watermelon. (laughs) Yeah. um... (laughs) Jesus. I'm sorry for the images that are now in your head, CJ. Um, As far as cereal goes, (laughs) while I was in college, my roommates would eat beerios, Cheerios, but with beer instead of milk pills and this
0: didn't work very well but a guinness or a stout wasn't too bad i was gonna say a stout could work like one of those big chunky like marshmallow a or porter. peanut butter stouts oh but yeah or a chocolate one all the rage um i think
3: around christmas found a like a biscoff stout Ooh. Mm-hmm. There we go. Now biscoff anything is good though isn't it um Lest you think I'm only throwing others under the freak food practices bus, I grew up eating peanut butter and cheese sandwiches. And to my shame, I continue to do so. I I know you said to hold off on other spreads. We did. We did say that. But I thought maybe peanut butter would be a nice transition spread. Always love to show Transition and stay healthy spread. And respect, <laughs> respect the sea. Do you know what? It has butter in the name, so I'll allow it. Um, transition but, spread. God, I've... Uh, Those watermelon slices
0: have dumbed me in. (laughs) (laughs) Not for the first time. Um, I've got, I've got one. This is from Alid John. Ahoy, podcast crew! Is this on Alid's iPad? Oh yeah, (laughs) Alid, was it you screaming? (laughs) You will read my email and understand it. As soon as I heard you ask for weird butter feedback. I had to chime in immediately, as I am a butter fiend. (laughs) I am butter fiend. Um, Anyone I've mentioned this concoction to always thinks it sounds disgusting (laughs) and looks at me in a weird way. But it is delicious and one of my favourite snacks to have with a cup of tea. Where is this going? I've not read this. This is wild. (laughs) It consists of six rich tea biscuits, three laughing cow cheese triangles and a brew in a mug wide enough to dunk the biscuits in. Don't dunk your cheese. Assembly (coughs) is simple. Butter the inside of the rich tea biscuits. (laughs) Place the cheese triangles on three of the biscuits, then with the other rich teas, you place them on top of the cheese triangle, forming a mini sandwich. You then push down on top of the biscuit sandwich to spread the cheese into an even layer and manageable size. Next lick off any excess spillage around the edge and then dunk it into the cup of tea and insert into your mouth to enjoy and here's an unexpected connection this is something my grandma made for me as a kid (laughs) (laughs) and i still make them to this day because i bloody love it what do you guys think of this combo love the podcast keep up the great work respect the sea everyone's done it like in essence i think the rich tea
3: with cheese and bar is like that's just like cheese and crackers cheese and biscuits that's not a mad thing rich teas are the dunking... worst biscuit though yeah like, I, i'm yeah, not i'm not a big rich thing. they're kind of pointless um got two things to say here laughing cow over darily interesting yeah. um it's kind of a bit like a dunkable but um yeah like dipping cheese and crackers into your tea <laughs> yeah no. No. i'm not
0: sure about that i don't i mean i don't like uh I I don't tea drink anyway tea. and i yes. don't like rich teas and i don't like laughing cow so i'm not the right person to actually you know talk about this but you're Bis- disgusting uh. allard
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's like getting a spoonful of butter and mixing it into your tea would you do that I, I do love this idea of
0: grandma's giving us like bizarre recipes though is this yeah i know like recipes in the old days were to different it? to recipes now but is it like a specific thing that grandmas do bonkers shit with food I suppose there was just less ready-made stuff, less stuff.
3: You just have to kind of make your own stuff up. Yeah, like, you didn't have people well, on the basics. internet to call you disgusting when you made it. I suppose exactly. no one, no one knew. Like for all we know, CJ's buttery grandma's buttery watermelon slices. Like she went a whole life thinking this is perfectly normal.
0: Are we cancel culture? Are we canceling grandma's? <laughs> no, 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 no. Have we no. done? But, it? Um,
3: of course we'd. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com if you want to send in more butter feedback. And you know what? Following on from today, we're gonna we're gonna open it more to grandma recipes.
0: <laughs> so uh, I wanna know what, oh, what yeah you, what your grandma's are packing. Did you she... <laughs> did your grandma do something nuts? That's what I wanna know. We're oh god, this is a dangerous
3: episode, isn't it? <laughs> Um, it's not even over yet because now we're going to somehow get it together and talk about WandaVision a bit yeah. um, not for long but we're just going to talk about what we feel so far where we think it might go so this is your warning we'll play a little bit of the WandaVision theme tune one of them for about I don't know 10 seconds or so and that'll be your signal to turn off so this is your last warning if you haven't watched WandaVision Vision, you don't want to know about WandaVision up to and include in episode 5 turn off now Matt, hello. You you have been reviewing every episode of WandaVision for IGN, which yeah, should mean you know more about this than anyone.
1: Well, more. Who who knows about, if I know more about it. If you see our uh, WandaVision chat in Slack if you're an IGN employee, there are <laughs> there are many ideas and suggestions about what might be going on which are mm-hmm. a little bit beyond my head. But uh yeah, do you know what fucking minefield this show is to review? Every week it's something <laughs> different.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's, it, I imagine it's not easy. I think one thing we can all agree on, though, is that we are all
0: very much enjoying it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I'm, think it's great. I'm almost... I'm, I'm not... I, I love MCU stuff, but I am surprised by how much I am loving it and really looking forward to the next week and having that nice thing of, like... You know when you finish a Marvel movie and then it goes, like, Doctor Strange will return, but it's you know it's, like, five years away? Yeah. Um, and it's always several months or a year if there's a giant illness um, <laughs> until you get another MCU product. And there's something really nice about, like, just knowing it's <laughs> round the corner, like the next little tidbit. Um, sorry, are you laughing at watermelons of- again? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just thought of them. Get oh, a grip. God. I'm sorry, let's talk about Vision of Wonder. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I think part of that, which Matt has expertly pulled apart in his reviews, is I think it's it's doing a really good job of having set up the bizarre sitcom, you know, facets. It's now kind of deconstructing them and pulling them apart and making them more interesting and like showing you them again with new knowledge, and i think mm-hmm. that's that's been a really fun part of the mystery to start seeing in the last couple of weeks.
1: I think it's it, the, what you can see i'm faltering here is because i don't The thing that's fun about it, and I must emphasize, this is fun before it sounds like I'm I'm complaining, is it's difficult to know what the show is because it sets itself up as a sitcom. So for two, well, three episodes, essentially, it is just a sitcom with this kind of weirdness going on underneath it. But you then get the, the Gap episode, which is four, which is kind of showing you all of what's been happening for the past three episodes from the perspective of Sword, which is really cool to introduce kind of like another big agency from Marvel into it this episode was kind of a bit more interesting because it's not even though it's got quite a lot set in like this 80s sitcom that's a bit kind of like i don't i don't really know which even if it was honing in on spef- on a specific homage this time around but it's not a very funny episode in the slightest really there's the odd kind of like more what i consider classic marvel kind of humor drops but it's not it's certainly not as funny, Cardi, as your buttered watermelons, because I can see you're desperate to let another laugh out.
3: No, no, just keep going, ignore me.
1: <laughs> but the thing is now is I'm I'm wondering for when I approach next week's, am I supposed to be expecting that it's a sitcom, or is the sitcom being phased out? Is it is it supposed to be a comedy show now? Is it okay that it was a comedy for three weeks and now isn't? Mm -hmm. And it's these are the sort of questions that I know I can only answer once we've seen all nine episodes. And I can see why there are quite a lot of people that really just wanted the whole season to drop like a Netflix show just so they can work out what the hell it is. But part of the joy is trying to understand what it is week to week. And and as you say, Joe, like the deconstruction of what it is and taking parts of sitcoms and extrapolating them into mcu storylines and and kind of all of this so that is the joy of seeing it week by week but it does mean that when you try and write about it it's difficult to bring all of that to the fore so sometimes like if you do read my reviews and think what the bloody hell is this guy thinking it is because there's a lot to unpack at 8 a.m in the morning
3: Hmm. i I agree like i think it benefits from the week to week a lot whereas we get a lot of shows that just drop in one go because a lot of the fun of this show is the anticipation each week and thinking where is it going to go like it reminds me of a lot of it's gone less so that way but it does remind me of Twin Peaks in the way that every week in between Twin Peaks you're just thinking what the hell is going on here who is like what's going on you have all that and like all the theories in the week building up are what make it so much fun I think and like you said, like the first three episodes were actually surprisingly funny. I was expecting it to be quite pleasant and enjoyable, but I genuinely laughed. I wasn't expecting it to be actually funny. Mm. I thought they'd just be nice, like, homages and pastiches of things. But I really liked episode four. I thought, like, yeah. they did a really good. Like, it could have been lazily done, but they did it really well, intertwining it all and having the Thanos snap actually part of it as well. Um,. This most recent episode I thought was not quite as good personally. I was, I thought it was fine for a large portion of it. I was kind of watching it going, le- I'm learning nothing new here really. I'm just kind of, we're seeing new interactions with characters. I like when Wonder kind of went outside for a little bit and actually talked to these people and there's quite clearly, as you have in all of these, kind of agencies the one guy who's a bit hot-headed and like i know better than you Uh, this person's dangerous and we're gonna get rid of him and he's quite obvious there's no real villain like you could argue Wanda's a villain you could argue he's a villain but
1: um i think that's what makes it interesting beyond quite because a lot of the time and you know i do like this about comic books but they are normally painted in quite distinct black and white shades whereas Mm -hmm. marvel especially the mcu doesn't tend to really do that there's even when you come to the more adventurous stuff where you've got kind of like Avengers, which obviously works on a much larger scale, the Avengers has always benefited from the fact that it was, it was always building around Thanos or even Ultron is quite clearly a malicious bad person. It is nice and I think it needed the extra time that a TV show lends to be able to do something that's, that's a little bit more murky, a little bit less obvious what's going on. So I do like that there's not an obvious villain. But I must say, this episode was the one where Wanda's not great, is she? And, like, I love that character, but she is effectively gaslighting her presumably dead husband. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's it. I think, like, uh, I, I think that's what I'm enjoying, is that, you know, we've been brought into this going, like, she's bereaved and we should feel sorry for her. And the more we learn, the more we're like, nope, this is a yeah. bad version of grief, if it, in- if indeed, it, you know, that's what we're looking at. You know, and there's various theories going around that there's other Marvel villains and stuff behind the scenes and that kind of thing. So we'll see where that goes. But that is what I'm enjoying about it, is that there's this feeling of, I don't know who I'm supposed to be rooting for here beyond, obviously, Jimmy, who's great. (laughs) I love that there's one shot of him in this this episode where it's the one shot where the, the sitcom world seems to have leaked out into the real world, which is just... Him walking along with a bunch of coffees and giving someone a big grin and going, like, I don't know why that's in here. It's just making him nicer. Um, yeah, I love the Jimmy stuff and the Cat Denning stuff as well. I think they're great
3: to have back. And I, um, how much, the big question I have at the moment is how much of this do you think is just in Wonder's head and made up? Like, Vision is quite obviously not, like, he's dead. Like, it's he is dead. The kids, are they figments of her imagination, or are they actual
0: beings that exist? It feels like this week was a lot about throwing ideas that aren't immediately solvable at you Mm. to kind of obfuscate what might be really going on, because you get this, you, you get the feeling of like, okay, so we kind of know what's happening to all the people, but then the kids throw that into... Uh, disarray Because you're like, was well, she creating kids? Or, as they say, is she transforming them? Which kind of makes some sense at the same time as you're watching her transform clothes, materially and really. But then, in that case, uh, you then get back to, like, well, then are those kids, where did they come from in the first place? And all this stuff. Like, there's plenty of, like, little juicy things to kind of work on, <laughs> which obviously... The thing we're not talking about, which is the biggest MCU news from the show so far, is that yep. Quicksilver turns up, but it's the Quicksilver but, from the X-Men films, not the MCU. That's the big
3: question we have, because if it's... There's a few different things this could be. It could be the multiverse is starting to, like, tear. Like, this is, mm-hmm. like, the X-Men multiverse coming into this one. It's Because it would be weird for Wanda to just imagine Quicksilver as someone else that is also an actor who's played Quick like that is too much of a weird coincidence and would be a bad move in my opinion for it just to be here's a nod to the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Like that wouldn't make much sense for the MCU as a whole. So like is this their way of like is this the first proper glimpse of the multiverse we're getting?
0: Yeah. I mean I think I think it's pointing that way. And I have to say I'm not totally pleased with that. Because I think I've been I've been really excited about how does the MCU make new mutants? How do they make us care about new actors playing mm-hmm. familiar roles? I thought that was a really fun challenge. And if they're essentially sidestepping it, I feel like we kind of lose out a little bit because, and apart from anything else, those X Men films are so fucking complicated <laughs> and bullshit at the end that like, mm-hmm. I just I don't want to have to reckon with that as part of this this world yeah. that is actually really well sketched.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, because apart from. I mean, it's similar. But I don't particularly, I don't have any fondness for those X Men films. Apart from, I enjoy First Class, but all the ones after it, I don't think are very good at all. Yeah. And I don't think many of the casting choices are good. I think James McAvoy is good. I think Hugh Jackman's obviously a good Wolverine. I like the I like the Patrick Stewart and Ian mm-hmm. McKellen choices. But like a lot of the like younger versions of the, yeah. the X Men they brought in, I don't really seeing them in the MCU. I just to me it will just bring the quality down i just yeah. don't think they're anywhere near as
0: good i actually. will say me and matt stumbled on an idea that i think uh well matt more than me i think <laughs> i sparked an idea in matt this morning which was i said fucking hell i want kelsey Grammer in the mcu so badly and then matt went what if they did frazier next week and kelsey <laughs> oh, Grammer turns Lord. into beast at the end <laughs> <That sounds laughs> which amazing. would be you know the what I think? best Kelsey Grammer would be a fantastic Modoc. He would be a really good yeah. Modoc. He's halfway there. And he's just yeah. as evil in real life as Modoc. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's uh he's not evil, he's just a man who I firmly disagree with on almost all things. Um But yeah, he uh he would be funny in it. But I agree, like, <clears throat> I think you're right, like getting those characters in. It just doesn't feel MCU y to me at this point. So I, I mm-hmm. hope they have a way around it. I'd love to see that thing. I do have to say, I found it quite funny. The Aaron Taylor Johnson version of Quicksilver matters so little to me, and made such mm. a little dent in my head, and my psyche about this series, that when Evan Peters turned up, I didn't realise he was the Evan Peters, or the the wrong Quicksilver, until Cat Dennings said they've recast him as a joke. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck, yeah, he's the wrong one. Uh, it was really <laughs> weird. Hmm. Um, we yeah, I think it's an interesting show though, and like I am super excited for the wider multiverse bu- bullshit they're going to do because, you know, the opportunities that offers is really fun. But I just I the X-Men in particular is a little bit of an odd one.
1: Yeah, the, the the thing that I really hope that they don't do is that you go too far and say, like, this is the X-Men from this thing, but there's then an MCU version of the X-Men, so there are now two versions uh, of X-Men. Yeah, it's like yeah. the, there's a lot of precedent already set in comic books about making too many areas of your multiverse. And like DC had to demolish it all, which is what kind of like the crisis, the infinite crisis stuff Mm. is. And then they just did it again. And there have been so many crises to quash down problems that they've made with the continuity that I really worry that it's comics. I think it's easy to just keep doing it all the time because you get one issue of pretty much everything a month. When it's a film, you only really get one stab at it, especially when you're going as long as kind of the mm-hmm. MCU has now. I, I, I am kind of worried about where multiverse could go because it could be such a mess and I'm not hoping, work.
3: Yeah. I'm hoping there's only like two or three like universes. Like there's either this one we're used to with the MCU and then the other one has the X-Men and the version of the Toby McGuire mm-hmm. version of Spider-Man and, or a third one that has Spider Man in separately. Like I hope they keep it to just like two or three and not some like maybe like in fifteen films time we could have a mad thing where seven collide
0: and stuff. Mm. But like, it does just introduce one at a time. <laughs> it does feel like this suddenly explains how they've quite recently started talking about how there will be a deadpool. Like mm-hmm. that's the point at which you go, Oh right, okay. So that's how they're gonna do it. He'll just fall into our world and it will be hijinks. Um but and which I am excited about. I'm, you know, I haven't loved either Deadpool film, but I just like Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds having a nice time. So that's fine with me. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it is quite fascinating. Um, yeah,
3: yeah, I'm into it. I'm looking forward to the next few weeks. And then like, as soon as this finishes, aren't we getting Winter Soldier? Falcon and Winter Falcon. Soldier. Yeah.
1: Or, there we go. you know, wherever that goes. Still, I'm still penning my hopes on it. It'll turn into Captain America and the Winter Soldier.
3: We'll see. We will see. Um yeah, it's good stuff. Hope you're enjoying Wondervision. Uh again, IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN dot com uh tell us if you're liking Wondervision and what butter food you're eating.
0: And if your watching. grandma was mad <laughs> with food, <laughs> food not especially, <laughs>
3: especially especially with food. Uh yeah. This has been lovely. Uh, what music are we having though? That's the big question. Uh or should we just have more from the Hamford
0: uh Parish Council. Yeah, that's music to my ears. More Hanford yep. Parish Council, please. <laughs> it's done. Okay. Uh, actually, set to like dramatic MCU music, though. Stop giving me more to do. <laughs> that's fine. You can just put the Avengers <laughs> thing behind this, the Hanford. At four o'clock on Friday. I've got to get this out. You'll love it. You'll have a lovely time uh, when you do it. You'll go. Ah, oh, I've done my work okay. for the week, and then you'll sign off <laughs> for the week. <laughs> <laughs> lovely. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. bye. It's only the chairman who can remove people from a meeting. You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. No authority at all. She's just kicked him out. I, I, no, I, I, just, no, she's
2: kicked him out. Don't, don't. She's kicked him out. Don't. This
0: is a meeting called by two councillors. Illegally. You may now elect a chairman. No, they can't because she's the vice chair's here. I take charge read the
2: standing orders read them and understand them <gasps> oh
0: dear me appalling behavior
1: hey there this is justin bartha i made a funny new podcast king of the egg cream it has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like lewis black
0: i'm torn by my feelings for two women
3: bobby cannavale you can eat it